This is the Best of the Adam Gold Show podcast, brought to you by Coach Pete at Capital Financial Advisory Group. Visit us at CapitalFinancialUSA.com. Was that our friend Jones Angel telling App State to pedal on back up the mountain? Savage. I like it. Pretty interesting. I'll go down as a historic Carolina radio call. Hey, it was uh, that was a fun game Saturday night. An absolutely thrilling end to what I think most of us thought would be a close game. Nineteen points. Who the hell made that line? Seriously, <laughs> it wasn't a shootout like it was last year, but still. No, it wasn't. I mean, I know what the score said, but you need a double overtime to make to make it look like that. So. Uh, That was a fun football game. Just a fun, well-played, good football game by two really good teams. App is legitimately good. That's why 19 points was always stupid, especially coming off of North Carolina's big win over South Carolina. This is the Adam Gold Show. I am Adam Gold. Graham Hill, uh, our run is over today. This is it. All right, we'll do do the best we can. We'll, uh, We'll go out with a bang, if you will. All right, lots to do. NFL Week 1, we're going to get into it with Will Brinson in about 20 minutes. Uh, and we're going to try to do things that aren't Panthers related with him, since we will handle that here. Alright, we will get to college football in a matter of moments. But let's start with Falcons... 24 Panthers 10 not the way to start the season obviously for Carolina but I would caution people there are 16 more games do I think that this team is going to make the playoffs I didn't before the season I still won't rule it out based on what I saw on Sunday because I actually think that there were some positive things to take away from the game. Was Bryce Young great? No, he was not. But let's also consider that he didn't get a lot of help. He really didn't. We have to be a little bit grounded to understand what all took place at Mercedes-Benz Stadium. Is it Mercedes-Benz Stadium? Yeah. By Mercedes way, has a lots of money nowadays they so they can just throw out stadiums well, they wherever al- they want they to. They always have a lot of money. Uh, I want people to stop referring to it as MBS. I just want to, I, please. I don't know. I just, that seems like no good to me. Anyway, I think there was a lot of good that came out of the game amid the obvious bad. The run game was good. Uh, Carolina was effective. I thought Herbert looked good. Running the ball. I was Two, expecting Miles Sanders to look better, but. He, he, I mean, other than the fumble, he didn't look bad either. They averaged, what, six yards a carry? Something, they, yeah, something like that. They ran the ball effectively. Defense, I thought, for the most part, wasn't great, but I thought the defense, for the most part, was good. They applied a lot of pressure to the quarterback, right? Burns, Brown, I mean, they were good. Falcons had two good drives. The entire game, two good drives. That's it. They had 221 yards of offense, did Atlanta. Final score, I mean, 24 to 10. I don't think indicative. I thought the Panthers, who had a lead, by the way, in the third quarter, 10 to 7. 
before the second and third turnovers pretty much ended it. I thought that there was enough good. Here's Frank Reich on what happened bad in the second half. You know, Atlanta was just, they were opportunistic. Um, they were opportunistic as a team. Um, I saw some encouraging things on the, on the field today in all three phases. But we, did, you know, we have to own the fact of, that we didn't play well enough as a team. There, what we talked about in the locker room was we, we never accept losing. There's, there's good things out there, good things by each unit, good things by, by individuals. Um, but there's only one outcome in this league that's acceptable, and that's winning. And we didn't get that done today, so every player and coach has to own that. Yeah, there were three turnovers. There were a bunch of penalties, right? There was a lot, of, there was a lot to correct, as the coaches like to say. Heading into next week, or soon, right? Against yeah, New Orleans, Monday. Monday night against New Orleans. Um, and New Orleans picked up a win. So you're you're trying to avoid going 0-2 in the division. And you're trying to avoid going 0-2 in the division behind two teams that might end up being 2-0. and And staying at the bottom of the division. Yeah. It's unfortunately after week one, the Panthers already find themselves. Well, I'm not concerned about... I'm being a little about, facetious there. Right, but... but it's more important to stay within arm's reach of the two teams atop the division. Correct. So if you lose this game and the Falcons win theirs, and off the top of my head, I don't know who they play, but then you're two games back and you've lost two divisional games and you know, you're going to have to make those up. Now, granted, you'll play the Falcons in Charlotte, but still. And by the way, shouts to Charlotte uh, on day one. For us on WFNZ in Charlotte. All right, so here's Bryce Young, by the way, because obviously everybody is going to talk. We'll get to Bryce Young here in a second. Everybody's going to talk about the interceptions. And frankly, this is going to sound like a joke. It's not. You have to recognize the safety. And unfortunately, Bryce Young didn't find the safety. So he found the safety, and ultimately that's the problem. But I thought there was a lot more good than bad with Bryce Young. Here's Frank. Yeah, he handled himself great. I mean, he was in complete control. Never, you know, even after we had turnovers, you know, he was never down. I mean, he was just next play mentality. So kind of pro that we expected. He's going to be fine. All right, so... You have to find the safety. That's one way he struggled. I also thought that he might have held the ball a little bit too long at times. He was only sacked twice, but I think he just held the ball a little bit too long. I don't think it would be the worst thing in the world for Carolina to move the pocket a little bit, but I also thought he was failed by a couple of things. But let's hear from Bryce first on the two interceptions. Yeah, um, you know, uh you know, safety came down uh, free and great play, and I have to obviously see in front of that and, and see his depth, and um, you know, especially where the turnovers happen. Um, you know, they they led to points, and you know that that's unacceptable. Um, and you know, I think our defense played great. Um, you know, and you know we you know it's gave him some short fields again. That that's on me and, and things that I, I can't do moving forward. Um, so you know, obviously I have to clean that up, um, and I, I have to be better moving forward. Yeah, obviously. First 17 points in the Falcons came right off turnovers. 17 points. I mean, you can't, you can't lose that. You can't lose the 
points off turnovers battle, 17 nothing, and expect to win a game. I mean, there, there might be a game a year in the entire league where you're minus 17 in that department and come away with a win. The offensive line clearly struggles in pass protection. We know that. There aren't any playmakers on offense. And we thought about this going into the season. Didn't we talk about it? That Carolina's got a bunch of good players. They do. Miles Sanders is a good player. Chuba Hubbard's a good player. Adam Thielen's a good player. Hayden Hurst's a good player. Do they have anybody that scares you? Didn't I asked the question this way during the uh, during the summer? If you are a defensive coordinator, who do you say I need to take care of? That guy. That's the guy we can't let beat us. Who is that guy on the Carolina Panthers? And I realized they were missing DJ Chark, right? Who's that guy? They don't have that guy. And I'm not even sure that DJ Chark, when he's on the field, is that guy. But we do know that he can get down the field. And part of the reason why uh, Bates was sitting on those quick in routes is because there's nobody that scares you going over the top. So, and this is in some ways a failure of the coaching staff to to identify that uh, and kind of put them maybe in some bad positions. I also wonder if they didn't overthink themselves on that opening drive. Third and one, your running game has been good. LaVisca Chanel, really? I mean, no offense. I mean, Chanel, we know Chanel can run the ball. But it just seems it's like give the ball to Miles Sanders. Yeah. Or Chuba Hubbard. I know Hubbard was stopped on fourth down. That was entirely about the offensive line getting shoved, right? The offensive line, no push at all. But also, on third down, you could certainly have done this. Or e- either you could have done it either down. Why not little uh, play-action fake and, and then have a tight end or a running back? You've got Ricci, who is a good pass catcher, right? Put your fullback in, a little uh, a little fake to the little, little fullback leads off the right side. You fake it to the running back, and you just dump it off to the fullback in the flat. I mean, that's like the oldest play in the world that always seems to work. Anyway, uh, I was a little surprised at that sequence, but... I appreciated Frank Wright going for it because I thought that was the right thing to do. And I think the game probably changes if the Panthers score on that opening drive. Um, But other than that, I really don't have many complaints. The turnovers were the difference, but the real difference is that if you look at what Atlanta did, and again, 221 yards rushing, but they've got B. John Robinson, the other kid, uh, Algier, is a good running back. Right, he's not spectacular. He's good, but they have a Kyle Pitts, so they have game-changing talent, and the Panthers do not have that. All right, uh, real quick, couple of things before we uh, have to take a break. UNC beat App State in double overtime, and again, Carolina's defense was good for the most part. I thought, I thought App had more success. In those moments that, that if, if I were Carolina, then I would have liked. There were fourth down conversions. They ran the ball effectively. And if you're UNC, you don't want to see App run the ball at you and s- successfully like they did, especially in those moments. And there were big drives for the Mountaineers. But ultimately, 
Carolina is very good. So is App. That was a great win. And I know Mac Brown uh, loves the fact that this game was played, although to a point. Yeah, I think it's a great thing for the state of North Carolina to have, and I encourage NC State and East Carolina and, and all those people to schedule them and play them because it's a, it is a fun game. I'm, I'm proud for App State. Like I said, they've got to go. They got East Carolina at home next week and go to Wyoming. I mean, Sean Clark has a. We got a difficult schedule. He's got a real difficult schedule. So. Uh, but but uh, uh, one of the problems with those type games, we play Charlotte, we play NC Central next year, is that all of the pressure is on our kids. There's no pressure on App State because nobody thinks they're going to win a game. But all the pressure is on us. And unless we win, we're awful. Uh, and it, it just kills you uh, because it's a regional game. All right. Um, yes, I understand the pressure is on North Carolina to win, and I say, so what? So what? <laughs> that makes it sound like you're afraid to go back to work on Monday <laughs> and have your coworkers jab you a little bit. East Carolina and App play this week, by the way. Up in, I believe it's up in Boone. Yep. Um, good luck, East Carolina. You're going to need it. App's legit. App is a very good football team. With a backup quarterback, mind you. They're good. Legit good. This game should be played routinely. Does it have to be an annual? No, none of these have to be annuals. I'm not asking North Carolina to do this every year. Uh, but one of the locals should be on your schedule. I thought that the expanded playoff, this is what I was told, the expanded playoff was going to allow more of these games. You know what? It's not. Okay, like I've been telling you, Nobody, everybody's afraid of losing. What a terrible position to be in, to be afraid of losing. Guess what? Don't be better. And sometimes when you lose, you lose. But we can't say in one hand, it's great for the state, because it is. And then, well, we don't really want to play it. This is the end of the series, by the way. Uh, I don't know that App and North Carolina are scheduled again. I have to check it out. But it's the end of this series. I do know coming up, App State, you'll get to see them in Raleigh coming up. I believe it's either next season yeah. or two seasons from now. We NC should, State and App, home and home. They should play. They should play these games routinely. East Carolina, part of it too. And App and ECU should play. But, And they are, by the way, uh, this upcoming Saturday for sure. And uh, real quick before we break. Boy, man, the rain delays. <laughs> Didn't help North Carolina State any. First play out of the delay, 80 yards. Uh, Audric Estime for the touchdown right up the gut. I Actually, at first look, it looked like it would have been a, uh, a touch football, 80-yard touchdown run. But no, there was, they got two hands on him, but it was just a brush. Uh, and I thought that was the killer. State was... They turned it over three times. I think the final score is misleading. It was a 24-17 game entering the fourth quarter or early in the fourth quarter. I think State made it 24-17 after a field goal, which I didn't like. That I think you need to score. Maybe the, it was the, the it might have been the series before. I think you need to go for the first down on fourth and two and, and not settle for a 49-yard field goal. But ultimately... 
what we thought was going to be the problem, not really being able to stop the run consistently. And big plays are killing you, uh, NC State. And penalties. Self-inflicted wounds. Yeah, there were, but the big play is killing them. And they have to get around that. They have to, they have to slow that down. Uh, but, again, I think the final score was misleading. Uh, but there's no, no sugarcoating it. Notre Dame better than NC State. I mean, I think, and we'll get into the offense a little bit later on. Uh, at the end of the hour, we'll talk about State's offense. And I don't know, maybe I'm crazy, but it doesn't look any better. And I realize it's just two games, but it should have looked better than it does through two games. I chose William Peace because of the personalized education it offers, which allows students to truly know their professors. It's really possible to make genuine connections with your professors and learn intentionally here and dive deep into what you're passionate about. A 12 to 1 student to faculty ratio is just one of the many reasons students choose William Peace University. Extra attention starts day one for career planning with their Career Services Center. Find out all they have to offer at peace.edu. 